He's wrong. It don't take much strength to pull a trigger, but try and get up every morning, day after day, and work for a living. Let's see him try that. Then we'll see who's the real tough guy. The working man is the tough guy. Your father's the tough guy. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, this is my top five. You've never seen this. This is a great one. It's a very cool movie. But yeah, man, so basically at the end of the day, there's this war between the Italians and the black people. But he ends up falling in love with this black girl. That's pretty much like West Side Story, except instead of white people and Puerto Rican people, is black people and Italians. Yeah, I've never seen. You never seen West Side Story was an actual musical. That's why I thought it was about to be. That's why I thought it was about to be a musical. Nah, I've never seen West Side Story. I've never been a big musical guy, man. I remember Serafina. With uh, you don't know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. I remember Serafina with Whoopi Goldberg. That was like a big. Uh, Wasn't the color purple? No, not the color purple. Yo, Sister Act. Another. <laughs> that was not a musical, big bro. They were singing. Really oh, cool. you know. Okay, that wasn't oh music. Singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what was the joint though? Oh, Little Shop of Horror. That was the first musical I saw and didn't even know it was a musical. You ever see Rocky, the Rocky Horror Picture Show? That like every fucking Never like hipster that. ass. Never like, watched that shit all the way through. Jesus I mean, I see it because they play it on TV a lot, but I've changed the channel. Yeah, that's I like white that thriller to me. It it really <laughs> is. I don't I don't get what was so like good they, about. I was exposed to both at the same time, so it was like they would play thriller. Cause you remember Michael Jackson would have videos. That Weren't would you be like, like born when Thriller came out? Thriller came out in like eighty three, didn't it? Or what year? What Thriller? Yeah. I'm not talking. I said that's when I was exposed. Oh, okay, to okay, okay. I was about to say. Because I was like, Thriller Damn. would play. They would play Michael Jackson move like because you know Michael Jackson would almost have movies. They would yeah, play yeah, his yeah, shit yeah. like back to back to back. Yeah. One time he had this long movie with this kid and the robot, and like it was crazy, man. In one of his music videos. Yes, it was a kid and this kids in the alley. No, I'll tell you which one it was. It was this, it was the extended version. I want to say of. Um, Smooth Criminal. Oh yeah, dude, that's had my favorite long, one. Had a long. Remember the kid that was in, and then there was like a robot at the end. It was something crazy. There was a lot going on. My uh, Macaulay Culkin was in one of them too. You ever heard the, you, That's I'm white or black? Black or white? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 talking about my baby, it don't matter. That was all right, but Smooth Criminal is probably my favorite one. I would say. I would say, um, I want to say, what's the one? Um, the way you make me feel. The way you make. I was that was like the first. That was like that his. Was like, no, no, no. That's his, when he got light skin. His first. Yeah, his it was first. Bad. Okay, you know what? Bad is one of my favorite ones. I'm bad. I'm bad. For some reason, it's like he was like. He's like he changed complexions in that joint. Cause remember, like he was like. Oh, he definitely skin. did. <laughs> yeah, but also <laughs> it was in, it was in well, white dude, and black, and that's that... when that's when um Wesley Snipes dude, jacked him up. He had that fucking Pepsi commercial where his face caught on fire. His hair caught on what? fire. What? Like for this? real? Yeah. Yeah, he was doing a pep. So you've never seen the Mike? Thanks, E. Yeah. E, you, e, yo, you've never seen the fucking Michael Jackson movie. The one that's like. Seven hours long. Oh, oh! You talking about the little mini series one, the yeah. one where it like starts off when they're kids? That was yeah. good, dude. I don't remember him, his fucking that face happened, catching on fire. Yeah, in the movie. Oh my god, dude! dude. But that really happened YouTube. in life too, though. Yeah, yeah, dude. I've my sister saw my that's um, what, Jackson like, Five. Did you say what it got it, him into doing all like the plastic surgery and shit? That was it. 
Yeah, dude. Damn, dude, how did I not know that? Dude, he got nah. fucked up. Dude, seriously? His hair Don't got fucked was, up no, and everything, dude, but he he, got his face was covered and shit. Up. But you know, he really ended up getting um, Vitiligo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. I never... That's actually... He did end up contracting that. Uh, and I don't know Damn. if... I'm sorry. That may be the wrong term. I don't know if you can contract Vitiligo. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think it's it just like happens. dormant or something. I think it's yeah. like um, offset or but offset or whatever. <laughs> but he was changing complexion. Like, blame it on Miller. Like when he okay, so when he was a kid, he was like pretty dark, like dark black, and then not like dark dark black. But he was like definitely black. Yeah. And then when he came out with uh, Off the Wall, which is his first album, the one that had the way you make me feel, and uh, oh, you are so wrong, you dingling dummy. <laughs> off the wall was not his first album. You so this is like Garrett. it came out before you Billy Jean. I saw the Garrett P. Harvest. You know how Garrett? If you <laughs> Shout out to Garrett, part, but yo, this is how he's wrong too. You know how, Garrett, <laughs> you know how Garrett will say something so confidently wrong. Yeah, I've been. Around, what was his first album? I've though? been around Garrett, and I remember one time. I think it was Bill Maher. Like he was like, "Yeah, they're gonna have Bill Maher at the Meyerhoff Lyric," and I was like, "Yeah, whatever." We was all like outside of Riley's. And it was me, Eddie Lowes, Mark, and um, Archie. And he was like, we was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, man. I didn't even know he was a comedian, man. Like, he'd been doing comedy for like five years. He'd been doing that show he'd been doing for like forever. And we was like, what? And he was like, yeah. I was like, no, why would you take 30 years off of this man's career? And like, he just did not like it. But yeah, to yeah. him, because that's how he saw it, it was like, oh, he's going to be doing comedy in a few years. Him, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what was his first album then? First, first of all, the Jackson Five solo, yeah, solo. The Jackson Five solo, have like tons of albums. Yeah, obviously, solo. I'm talking about solo. solo album. And they got, they went to Motown, and they, that's when they have certain albums where their names is the Jacksons. If you ever realize that, they have certain albums when Michael's still in it. No, that Michael's okay, always no. in the Jackson Five. What was they, Michael's first album then? But I just had to give you the history. But anyway, right. um, um, his first album was um. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It was off the wall. <laughs> It's just that when you said, "Are the, you fucking kidding me, dude?" Wall, <laughs> you just went on the whole you fucking. You ever heard somebody who just said something so confidently wrong? You ever heard somebody just be so wrong that they just say this? <laughs> you want to tell you Damn, what it was? Dude. When and you dude, said you off sound the like wall, you know. Shout like out Garrett P. Harvest, <laughs> but dude, you sound like Garrett. <laughs> 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 you just fucking fucking rocked my world right there, just you to fucking ready. say that shit. No, 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 no. When you said off the wall, for some reason, I picked. Richard bad. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. Damn, dude, that was that. Was, <laughs> that was actually, dude, that was live. That was live. Live from the studio. Merrick <laughs> Glazer. We caught so Ivan Martin being totally <laughs> wrong. <laughs> like we totally got comedian wrong. Ivan Martin. Uh, you may have been confused. You might have thought that was Garrett P. Hart. <laughs> 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 yeah, he did it to like another yeah, comment out, too, Garrett. though. Yo. I don't know. Like, but he's just like he'll just say something wrong, and it'll be confident as shit coming out. I'd be, be like, man, <laughs> he'll do exactly what I just did. <laughs> I, Dude, that's comedy. That's, hold up, hold fucking, up, hold up. Hold that's up. comedy in its purest form. I just want to get out real quick because I had like a total like point I was about to fucking make <laughs> with that whole thing. And what it was was when he came out with Off the Wall, which was his first solo album, he was already starting to change tone, skin color, and shit. He was already no, no, like. No, 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 I disagree. He didn't change till bad. 
Because this is what happened. Bad came out, Thriller came out, then he became an adult. Like some years went by. And he was dealing with the skin problems and everything, then became an adult. Then he came back out. He was just light skinned. We was like, oh, wow, okay. There was no transition. It was like bloop. It was it was like But a few, not as white as he is when he died. Like he was like he was a, bad if you can pull up the cover. Bad bad he was the same. Alright, hold up. I'm gonna show you just the cover. Bad before. look at bad. Just look at bad. Right. And he's gonna be Not off Bad the wall. Michael Jackson. Boom. All right. Yeah. So he's he's definitely white at this point. But this is him. And he's and he's lighter on the cover. Way. This is him from this video, which is his. That's him there. That's from off the wall. I Man, that's makeup. I don't know why the picture's not coming. Out. Yo, what right album there. is that? That his skin complexion. That? That's that's from off the wall. I think. Hold up. What, uh, what you see the thing on the right, the top right? What's that top right photo? The black and white one. But that's in black and white, dude. You can't see if he's. No, I'm trying to see. White. Is that an album? No, it's a single, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's from his first solo album. He's already starting to become white there. I agree, but I think the I think the dark the Pepsi tones... commercial happened after that though. No, it didn't. Did it not? See that that could that. be the timeline. That could be the timeline. Yeah, that's the, what I'm the... saying, dude. I brought this up earlier. The Pepsi fucked him up. Made him <laughs> why is why is he blaming Michael Jackson? <laughs> um, he just said Pepsi fucked him up. Pepsi <laughs> everybody up. Just what all, did, what did, was he like? Did his hair like he had like hairspray or something? And it caught on fire. How that? Jerry curl, bro. Oh, Go back shit. to that picture. What the? Fuck oh, you, you know mean? what? You know what? Look you at know that what? motherfucking picture. Look at that shit catching on fire. You don't think that shit gonna go up like <laughs> that? Shit looks flammable. You don't think that if shit you, gonna go up yeah, like silk? You can Google <laughs> Michael Jackson Pepsi and probably find a picture. I know there was like video footage of it, I think, because it was oh, during no, a it was fucking in the commercial movie. shoot. I don't think there's... No, it was for a commercial shoot. I don't think they were... I've never seen that. Second and third degree burns on his face and scalp, dude. Shit was real. Yo. I've never seen that. Dude, that was dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by US Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Yo. That was dramatic. <laughs> For all the podcast listeners, Google Michael Jackson <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Michael Y'all Jackson burning. Stupid. Michael Jackson. Yo. Uh, balding. You can't, uh, so are you saying? So this guy not talk about the king of pop that way. This guy had that shit happen, and then he got what did you call it? Vitiligo. I, I mean, that's what it's called. But I don't. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, vitiligo. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah, that dude. both of that shit happened to him. Yeah. Damn, and still, that's unlucky. And he still is moonwalking on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Jesus. Tried to take him down. Tried to take him down with the with the pedophilia, saying he was diddling kids. Still moonwalking on you, motherfuckers. Do you think that like told, okay? Told, told I was you, like kind of young. Butterflies, motherfuckers. I was like nervous. <laughs> I was like in middle was school when that whole shit came. Do you think that there was any substance to that whole pedophilia shit? How old were you when OJ? Uh, what when that happened? Like ninety three. Ooh, maybe in four ninety four. I was. Four, I mean, I was born old. in ninety two. So I mean, I don't remember shit when it happened. I just remember like the most recent surge of like all of a sudden I gave a fuck about it again, like what that if, new show. Well, what do people around you said jail. about the OJ thing from what you heard? Do people To be honest, my my family personally, I don't recall them talking about it too much. 
But the little bit they did. I don't know. I would say it's probably half and half. I would say half the people I talk to think he did it and half. What about you, E? Um, I mean, I don't know. I just I haven't really delved into is any e of that shit. I don't watch. Is E on? Yeah, I'm on. I can't hear him through the speakers. I, t- I, I hear the speakers. Oh, yeah. Okay. I hear the in my headphones. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, I just mute the speakers. But yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know shit about that trial or anything. I would I, remember when it happened. I haven't even watched any of those. Like, You're talking about OJ, right? Series. Not Michael Jackson right oh, now? Oh, we know he did that shit. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think... He did that shit. But, like, what do you think about the Michael Jackson thing? He didn't do that shit. So you think that was, like... So uh, why even bring up the OJ thing? Oh, they're both hand in hand. They're both two black celebrities that have been put through the ringer. There was a lot of... that. Okay, but OJ did that shit. Yeah, there, well, there was a lot of evidence against OJ. But with the whole Michael the Jackson thing... did not fit... You must acquit. That was a classic. Yeah. But did the fucking did the fucking kids who accused Michael Jackson? I feel like some of them came out and said they were like exaggerating or lying I or agree. something like that. They did. Do you think that was just like? Nah. There's too many people that were. There's too many. There's too many cases of people that are adults now that are just like I never seen no shit like that. Like I was there. What you know mean? the rap? How about I got one even better for you? You know the rapper Absol? Yes. Yeah. He was on the Neverland Ranch with Michael Jackson. Huh. And he said it was he all said good? He none of that shit. Never. He said he ain't never seen nothing like that. Huh. And he was one of those kids. Because you, know, you know, he has a skin issue. Mm-hmm. That's why he always wears shades. Yeah, yeah. He's got him right there, dude. Yeah, right, him, exactly. Dude. There he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm being real. Like, he actually has a skin and an eye yeah, problem. yeah. Yeah, oh. his like eyes can burn. Yeah, he like, can't get exposed to a certain amount of sunlight. True. Like, wow. Really. And he grew up, was born in a record store. I want to believe. I want to believe that he didn't do anything. Like, I, I, it just like there's no doubt that like when he got older, he definitely had like a weird like he was like that type of guy that like I wouldn't be surprised. Like he was just seemed like a creepy dude when he was older, the way he was. But I, right, I, I that could also you. be like when people. That are celebrities that have explained, like, I saw Eddie Griffin do a set about him a long time ago. And, um, shouts out Virginia House Comedy, yeah. Robbie hey. probably still owe me $50. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> um, you another beer? Yeah, thanks, bro. But, um, cheers. He said, um, you gotta consider it. This this guy was taken out of an environment where you learn how to communicate social skills. He got taken out of school at the age of six. Ever since then, he's been a star. So as an adult, you're going to act like you're six years old. You're going to act yeah. like a six-year-old star. Yeah. That's what you've been all your life. Yeah. It was actually weird because I was watching these videos. Of like, When we were watching those like, uh, old talk shows with like Gary Coleman... Mm-hmm. Gary Coleman was on the Arsenio Hall show, uh, yeah. and he was just like, like he was still acting he was like, like he was, mm, yeah, I fuck, <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, still acting like Believe he was like not. a cute kid, but this is like a thirty-something-year-old man at this point. It was like, damn, he doesn't know how to present himself as a man. I, I, I really I, don't. I really don't know much about the whole Gary Coleman. I wasn't old enough to know that. Well, he's just, yeah. he's just, he was just a, a guy who was a child star who like he was always seen in that light, and I guess in a way he feels like that's how people expect him to be. Yeah. Which I, I give a lot of credit to Michael Jackson because he like came out of that and like transcended not 
from just he he went from like a bomb ass kid musician like star to a bomb ass adult star. That's tough to do. So I commend him a lot for that. But it just I I I agree with you. I feel like I feel like that shit could have been fabricated. Like I feel like when you're that when you have that much, I'm not saying it definitely was, but I I if I had to bet, I'd say it was fabricated. Yeah, you gotta imagine this, man. Before there was Jay Z, there was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson owned the Beatles catalog. Yeah. Do you think that did there you know was? That? Yeah, I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't think about that. But now I'm thinking. But think about how much, like, Jay's, like these guys are trying to be as rich as Michael was mm-hmm. through music and through other strategic business strategies. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, look at the things, and they're nowhere near it. But look at the things that they put on these guys that are at that level. Oh, part of the Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, he's doing this. Oh, sex cult. Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, da da da. I wasn't talking about R. Kelly. That's another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. Like all these things. Do you think? Because now that you mentioned that he owned the the Beatles catalog, there is racism in Hollywood. Well, what I was yeah. about to say is like, do you think there that there was want to sabotage certain people's careers? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, because once you once you call someone a child sex offender. Like, once you even bring up the accusation, it permanently changes the way people think about you. Yeah. And, like, you can totally destroy but someone's Michael character Jackson, just by accusing them. Michael Jackson came out in front of the courthouse and moonwalked on top of a Suburban. Yeah, but... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was but just... But also, I Bill think, Cosby walked out of the courthouse after getting acquitted and said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, true. literally. That's true. He did do that. I think that... I got one good for you. If Bill is still touring ten years from now, we won't even mention it. Probably not. But Bill is also like ninety years old. So, but you, but, um, but my so is Dick Gregory. True. And he's touring like yeah, a motherfucker. Yeah. True. True. So all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, but also I don't know. Do you? How do you feel about the Bill Cosby thing then? Or is that like as far as what? Uh, like I don't know. I feel like like it. Do I think I he did like, it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like. I, think I don't he, think, I think all I think, of them, but I think, I think at least he, I think he a definitely. I think he okay. I think he did what he said he did. He said he definitely bought drugs with the intention to use them on young ladies. I think young ladies. Excuse me. I think young ladies came. I'm not sure if they were always aware mm-hmm. of what was happening when they went there. But. But is the wrong word to use. However. Mm-hmm. If they were informed, then let's say going back to what East Point is, we're saying he thinks some of them are telling the truth and some of them aren't, mm-hmm. and or some of them are exaggerating, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Oh, shit, some Can of you them see that same thing. Yeah, some of them, the some of them, Michael some of them Jackson realize, some of them realize as time went on how wrong what he was doing is mm-hmm. or was, but yeah. no buts. However, at the time, these things were. Yeah, I yeah. don't even want to say per- like, I don't want to say permissible. It was a different things, time for sure. It, these things were things that were going on at that time. So let me take it to the next level. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Years from now, a young lady might want to sue you. Yeah. Or you mm. or me because a law may change or something may come about or times may change where it's wrong to invite a young lady over with the intentions. Of having her drinking beer with mm-hmm. the intentions of having her smoking weed with you with the intentions 
of it could get so sensitive to the point where the intentions of burning sage. You know what I mean? It's kind of like at that time, I'm not. It was definitely wrong, and it's definitely wrong to invite a young lady over to your place with the intentions to get her drunk or incapacitated to any level, mm-hmm. dude. But these things are happening, and I'm trying to say as. Such nobody thinks about it from that standpoint. Ten years from now, a young lady could be like, "I went over to Jimmy's house, and we smoked weed and we had sex." And now that I think about it, now that we've now that weed is in a whole nother realm of whatever whatever yeah, may happen, yeah. it's like it might have not been considered. Like that's, dude. The thing that I don't like about all of it is so many of these cases. First of all, so many of them are past the statute of limitations. So most, I think there's only a couple. I don't really feel like, and I was thinking about that the other day. I really don't agree with statute of limitations. Well, what the, I, I what I was trying to make the point is is that these aren't most of these cases. The 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 main case that we're all talking about is this. It's a class action lawsuit. It's not it's not a criminal investigation. And my thoughts to, may change to prove yeah. to prove to prove uh, guilt in a, a lawsuit in civil court. You need far less evidence. It's it's much more in a criminal court. You have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. Which, when you think about it, how do you prove 25 years later that sex with someone was consensual? Yeah. Like, it's almost like all you really have to do However, if you're a woman is... However, the definition is, of consensual sex? Once again, if you had the intention, the premeditated intention upon taking advantage of this young lady, then already, I, truthfully, just like white and black, already by that notion, you're wrong. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying I'm not, okay. So I'm not saying that he's not guilty of anything. I'm saying that there. How many women are involved in this? It's a. It's a. How many like women are involved? Fifty plus. Yeah. How many of them are telling the truth? We don't know. The real question is, is is one of them even telling the truth? That's what I'm trying to get to. And the other thing I don't like about it is, well, okay. So the first thing is. A, you don't have, all you really have to do in order to have a solid shot in this lawsuit is not even necessarily prove that you had sex with Bill Cosby because you can't even do forensic at this point to even prove that they had sex. All you really have to do is prove that you were in some way in contact with Bill Cosby. How else and, and say that you had sex and it was not consensual? How can they say otherwise? Uh, yeah, that's just the pros and cons of having a dick, I guess. But that's dangerous. And the other thing I don't like about it is the person who's leading the lawsuit is this woman named Gloria Allred, who's the same person who led the Michael Jackson lawsuits with the kids. She's the same person who led the Donald Trump lawsuits recently. Mm. She ran it against Tiger Woods. She's like a career, like, she's like one of those, she's making, she's profiting big time by taking advantage of these controversies. And it just seems very disingenuous. I mean, she's probably, she, she's, I couldn't, I would not be surprised. In fact, I guarantee you in an ambulance chaser kind of mentality, she's probably looking into all the women that Bill Cosby had relations with and contacting them and saying, look, you, you, you know, had contact with Bill Cosby in 1980 fucking two. Like you can hop. I don't know, man. It's just a lot of it seems sketchy. Fifty, but I don't know. What do you I think about like, the Usher situation? I feel like situation? at least. Uh, I'm not so too familiar with. Let me let, let me just wait one second I'm on sorry. that because I was actually going to talk about that in a second too. Um, but I feel like for Cosby, in the comedy community at least, I feel like it's been kind of whispered behind closed doors that like people kind of heard about shit and like that's true. You know, so like it's. I think there's it's a, a notion. Think, You're basically saying there was a notion on the scene that this was known. Yeah, I heard that too, 
and and the thing the only thing that comes to mind is as as it, I, it could be very true but almost also it's like how much of that is just people being like oh yeah you know what like you know what like i feel like i did yeah 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 it's definitely like something like he was always kind of like they did the same thing with mike basically what we're saying the same with everybody basically what you're saying is if it was if it was even a slight bit of it being known and someone went over there knowing that that happens then that it's a different case that's what you're saying no, what I'm know. saying, what I'm saying is, I can totally see because you know how like when a rumor starts going around and everybody like people exactly. feed off yeah, drama yeah, and they yeah. want to be involved. That's the telephone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so like people, people want to be a part of shit. So if like they, I don't know. Sometimes I see comedians just, coming out and just doing it. It's exaggerating. And then it's like they just, I don't know if it's necessarily exaggerating, but it's just like I feel like exaggerating is giving it too much credit. I feel like I don't, I'm not saying they're making it up. But I just, I, I just see how those things, like, it's just the same thing with everybody. Like, like Michael Phelps goes, oh, yeah, I heard he's yeah. a douchebag. It's like, it's just everybody has something to say. Yeah. And it's just and tough. And this to, goes back to the Usher thing, too. Which I don't, what happened with the Usher thing? So this, like. But overall, to close this whole entire thing out, I do feel like it was wrong what he was doing and what he for did. For sure. Yeah. And no man or no one should actually have side agenda intentions when it comes to sex in general. Whether you do yeah, it through yeah. drugs, whether you do it through drinking, like your 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 player should be way more authentic to the point where you don't have to true, use true, those true. Type but you also methods. you have yeah. to put yourself in the context. That's the one thing I don't like is when people go back in time and judge someone based off of what they did yeah, ignoring dude, the fact like, it's not like everyone was fucking doing I'm that. not saying everyone was doing it but I'm saying like the different things get different stigmas as time progresses so like for instance in the 60s and in the 60s and shit 50s and 60s drunk driving like wasn't really a thing it wasn't really until Mothers Against Drunk Driving came out and so like people used to go to the bars and get fucking hammered and drive home if they but did there that there weren't as many cars on the road there too, weren't but what I'm like trying that. to say is if they did it as... now they're looked at as like monsters but when they did it, you can't go back to the 50s and be like everyone who drank drive in the 50s was a monster it's like no it wasn't it was a different fucking time I'm not standing up for Bill Cosby I'm just saying it's yeah. a common practice to go back in time and judge people off today's standards but it's like that's a not bad, fair it's a bad thing it's bad timing to bring up that argument <laughs> when like talking about Bill Cosby using the yeah. Spanish fly yeah. in the 60s with, as with, if that was with like all due respect, acceptable Jimmy, back then think, too I, I don't, with all due respect Jimmy <laughs> I see what point you're making but this is a bad time to make it and the only reason I agree with E the yeah. only reason why is because, and I don't mean this time on the podcast. I mean just, just two in years this ago, conversation, two yeah. years ago, and two years from now. Just because, because the only person you sound like you're defending is Bill Cosby. I'm just, yeah. uh, and I understand that, and and that's why. How many times during this conversation no, no, have no, I said you, you I'm not out, saying he's doing yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm just I'm just. I'm just calling to question Basically, the things that we're accepting same, as automatic. It's the same thing as yeah. if right now someone says, "Yeah, I really like hip hop." You know what I'm saying? But there's a difference between a, a hip-hop artist and a lyricist. And it's like, you can't call yourself one of the best lyricists if you don't write your own lyrics. Who would we be talking about? What do you mean? Like, just as far as ghostwriting. Who's the number one without even saying? Neo. Nah, Drake. With oh, you talk uh, the number one like writer ghost of writing, ghostwriting. Oh, ghost like who the uses ghostwriting? ghostwriting thing, oh, yeah. oh, oh, Drake. So, I mean, if we were, if, if I was to be talking about hip-hop and I just mentioned that, then immediately 
you would think I'm talking about Drake without me even mentioning it. Sure. So I'm trying to say when you make that point, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, because that is the most biggest thing in pop culture, it sounds like you're defending it. Well, and then also just but being yeah. literally on the curt tail of talking about that and then going into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that made it worse. It, like, it just, I don't know. But yo, the Usher thing you were saying. I understand. I understand where you're. No, I don't think, and I know you weren't. I I know you weren't uh, defending uh, Bill Cosby at all. I'm just trying to say, for when you out in public, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I never do. I never do. I never do. I'm just trying to like. I'm just trying to make this conversation as real as possible. And if I come off sounding a certain way, I can't help that. Yeah, it's not even that too. It's I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it later. But on uh, the Usher (laughs) shit. that's I don't the, even know what happened that, with that. What that's, happened? A, that's the off. That's the off topic. <laughs> Y'all can catch that behind the scenes yeah, on live from the podcast. Yeah. Too real. It'll be at the end of the episode. <laughs> live from the I'm just saying, Gloria Allred. She's on top of all that shit, man. She's look her oh, up. No, and it's look not even up. about that either. Because like, because I believe she's even the one who's leading the case against Usher. She probably is. Yeah. That's her career. So. uh Maybe like three women have come out saying but that this Usher. Before, so three women ago. and one man have come out saying that recently. Usher gave them herpes. But about and I then one say of maybe... them recently did a press conference where uh, she showed up and was like, "Da da da, like you know, we I got tapped by security and told me to go into the back." Yeah, she said she sex, fucked Usher, but she didn't get it herpes. My birthday, but she's still suing and, him yeah, because yeah. he didn't tell her. Yeah, and then um. But like I think a couple days before all that shit happened, she was like, "I need money on Facebook." She was posted on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. I need money. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I saw that so whole thing. So it's like it's like that's crazy. I feel like this. I feel like Usher is going to continue to deal with this situation for a while because that's something that you can't shake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going to continue yeah. to come. Up. It's almost as bad as the Michael Jackson thing. Dude, you know what I'm saying like, it's like it's like people are going to continue to say this happened because well, it's like a no taboo. Of, it's a taboo, like you know, like there's no way of saying it there didn't. Dude, if like someone gets, it's like the fucking uh, what is it? It was the ash fucking thing. The what was it? Ring around the rosy. Oh, um, uh, the black plague. Or yeah. Like once you get once you see someone with that fucking mark, dude. Yeah, they're dead. You're talking about like you know a scar, I mean? like a scarlet letter kind of. Yeah, scarlet letter shit, dude. Like, or like uh, Easy A when she like put the thing. It's like, oh, they think I'm a slut. Well, I'm just gonna do this, and it's like, oh no, now they think I'm a slut. Look, the only re- look. I'll, I'll just say this: the only reason I even bring these things to the table and, and look and the Usher thing's a perfect example because you have I first of all that's a very believable thing that's like I would be surprised that that wasn't true like the dude's out fucking all the time he might is there any proof that he knew he had herpes because first of all it's not a crime to give someone herpes if you don't know you have it second of all if he did know he had it I totally be- I could totally see somebody just being shitty like that I'm not a professional with herpes but I and think also, if you yeah. have it you'll know you have it for sure also it's like Usher like what is he gonna do like he's not gonna come out in a press conference and be like, guys, I don't have herpes. You know what I mean? But no, yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to say is years ago this came out before and he already paid. Yeah, it. yeah. I, like I'm saying, it's, I believe that this happened in public court that he paid someone off. To, the point, you know the what I mean? point that I'm trying to make is for every for every one person that actually did experience this, there's probably like six or seven people that are looking to hop on board and see what they can get out of it. And so and that's what you mean. That's, that's that's your whole point. That yeah. my whole point is like. You know, there's a billion people. I just, I, I do take, I do find it to be slightly problematic that we, these people get accused of something and then 
just every you're guilty by accusation and then it's almost taboo to suggest it's not true mm-hmm. like it's literally like oh you can't say he didn't do that that's offensive to the people he definitely raped of course and it's like well look there's a billion people talking about how he's definitely guilty i'm just saying look i'm just trying to raise some kind of Nobody's listening to shit anyway. Also, no, no. overall, overall <laughs> also, shit, he's oh. a huge fan of the Cosby Show. I did. First of all, Doesn't I did. I loved about. the Cosby Show, but I just see this happen. It's, it's such a recurring thing, like with Michael Jackson. It's just, it's just happens so much that people that like people just hop on board and it just ruins these people's fucking everything. It, it just, it sucks, dude. I and mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. I mean, someone could take apart something that I say. Something I said during this conversation and be like, oh, Ivan's da da And if you ever become important enough, they will. They they will. I'm saying, I'm saying I'm now. Once you have enough money that people see a way to get out of it, that's the other thing that bugs me about what we were talking about with Michael Jackson earlier is like, dude owned the Beatles catalogs. Like, I mean, there's probably I could see somebody being like, yo, I need to take this motherfucker out. Like, he won't sell me the rights to my own fucking music. Like, there's gotta be some kind of animosity there. Somebody just had the rights to all the fucking podcasts and was like, nah, fuck you, dude. I own this shit now. I mean, that's the story of everything, though. Somebody gets mad because they can't get what they want, and they find out another way to get it. You have two types yeah. of people. And nobody's calling out Paul McCartney. You have two types of people. Nobody's saying, like, Paul, what are you up to, dog? You got the type of people. <laughs> we all want to have the biggest house on the block. Some people are going to work hard, and they're going to do what they have to do, and they're going to build up and build up over time at one point in time, because somebody else is going to always build something bigger. But at one point in time, they will have the biggest house on the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got other people. That'll just say, fuck it. I'll just buy everybody else's house and make theirs smaller and just build one normal size house. And yeah. now everyone else's house is small. You know what I'm saying? I'll just, I'll change this whole subdivision. You know what uh-huh. I mean? It's like different people do things different ways. You know what I'm saying? And so there are people, people that are... see somebody else that's winning and says, you know, I'm going to buy this whole, imp- I'm going to buy everything. And then, you know, people play Monopoly different. I hear you. No, I agree with you. I just, it, Something's fishy, dude. That's all I'm gonna leave it at. Something's fucking fishy. And that's exactly I'm saying the same thing you're saying. I'm just trying to say I do feel like there are strategic parties behind a lot of sab uh sabotage when it comes to There has to be, dude. When you're talking about that careers. much money, there's a lot of yeah. people involved and just like I mean well, just it's like the same thing that happens in political campaigns. There's smear Bingo. campaigns, you know? Like, exactly. And I mean, you can look at it like the like the any look at it as something we can all understand. Look at it like the comedy scene or the music scene. You know what I'm saying? You got maybe three to five people that run shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're cool with these three to five people and get anything from these three to five people, then in the club scene and on the comedy circuit, you'll like move up like that. It's it's kind of the same thing we were talking about earlier. Uh, with how like you know like a, two hot girls they could be like catty to each other and something but when they don't view you as like somebody that threatens them they're like perfectly willing to be like cordial and stuff like that it's like I feel like once you have oh, something you said that yeah I said that but <laughs> like of course I said that <laughs> remember what we said bitches be no, no. I don't think we've no. ever said anything I don't think we've ever said anything in unison <laughs> but <laughs> but when I said that shit I'm talking about damn damn dude every fucking time a moth? No, no, I just get thrown for a fucking loop yeah. in the middle of my fucking point. Thank but like once you have something, once you're the guy who's running shit, you all of a sudden go from the guy that everybody's like, hey man, good job, to like now you got something they want. Now they're after you. Now they're no longer behind you necessarily. 
True. There's a lot of jealousy. People get jealous. Like, how come he's getting this? How come yeah, that's man. happening to him? How come it's not happening to me? That's like why I mean, uh, fucking all these up and coming rappers die and shit, dude. Yeah. Exactly. That's just the way it is. Sharks in the water, dude. And when you get to that level, what you fail to realize is I feel like it's a level on every. It's it's. People talk about levels, right? Uh huh. Mm. But it doesn't mean okay. Levels are levels, but we can all agree it's the same. It's the same shit. Rule same shit. But it's just happening on a bigger level. Yeah, it's just yeah. a different scale. That's it. So I mean, this this is happening everywhere. You know what I'm saying? There there are people that are strategically plotting against you. There's people that's like, man, why Jimmy getting them gigs? Why Jimmy booking this? Why yeah. why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is Ivan doing this? Why is mm-hmm. that? I mean, and you know, I mean they. I, I, I'm not on the level of people be like, oh, I love my haters. Nah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm just trying to say I do understand that 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 you have opposition yeah, with dude. everything. There's yeah. pros and cons of everything. There's no such... The 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 statement where they say um, no good deed goes unpunished, you know what I'm saying? When you do something yeah. good for somebody, you got to also realize, you know, you're taking away time from time you can be with That's true. yourself. That's true. You know, or something else or, you know, but I mean... You do it out of the kindness of your heart. You do it because you want to help someone, and that's what you sacrifice, and that's what it is. And, you know, just to be successful, you do have to sacrifice a lot. Real quick, real quick, because I actually, I didn't I didn't know what the whole Usher thing is about, but what is the, I don't, like, follow up on this shit, but what is the R. Kelly thing about? I know, all I know is it's a all sex right, cult so type thing. So there's, like, six women that are all over the age of 18, but some of them are, like, just 18, and they're all in contact with their... Their parents, they don't want to go back home to their parents. Their mm-hmm. parents are contacting them. They don't want to... Women have came on... Oh, I'm not sure if it's women, but I think one young lady came on and was like... Like, uh, like yeah, I'm fine. Like, I'm not being held captive. I'm doing just fine. All this other type of stuff. And, you know, other young ladies have came on and been like, yeah, it's like that. He makes me put my phone away. He'll come pick me up. He'll fly me out. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I he has like, like a harem. Basically, he has like a harem. Yeah. Well, one of them... The one parents that were vocal about it were like, yeah, like, we knew about his past and we saw the video of him peeing on that girl, but <laughs> our daughter really wanted to be a singer and he wanted to take her under his wing. And oh, da, da, da. And then after that, like, she's oh. over 18 and he started having sex with I'm not saying it's right. Is it illegal? Not, Is it illegal? Like, but now, illegal. like, then what's the I, fucking feel problem? Like, I feel like, the, I don't know. I mean, what's the problem? I'm going to sound like a dick, but like, what if those parents were like, oh, our daughter, she's going to be famous. That's going to be our meal ticket. And now she's just like with R. Kelly. And yeah, they probably sold Then what are we going to get now? I don't dude? think, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really see that sentiment because it's like, I don't feel Jimmy's sentiment. But what I was mean, my sentiment? There's nothing wrong with it. What's wrong with it? Explain to me what's wrong with it. They're literally, it when it comes weird. down to our rule it's book weird. of society. Yeah, it is weird, but there is nothing wrong with it. Because you want to know yeah, who yeah. else did the same thing? Hugh Hefner. Yeah, yeah yes also, he did, and everybody uh, loves Charles Hugh Hefner. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing but is, Hugh Hefner did it the right. Yeah, yeah. Like R. Kelly's not raping him; he's oh, not yeah. holding them against. Is he raping? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like I don't understand. Like besides just the fact that it's weird, and we just want to talk shit about people. Like, oh yeah, R. Kelly's doing some weird shit. I think it all shit. comes down to like it's his right, fucking life, and a, it's their life, and they're living it. We're living in a time in a society right now where people have the right to destroy you. Just because they feel offended. Yeah. Okay. And basically, that's all everything is right now. It's like, like Dave Chappelle said, it's the age of the spin. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I can spin this in a way 
where you're offending me, then I can take all the power away from you yeah, because I'm I'll find other people that will Latching follow me yeah. while I'm victimizing this situation yes. and making you look like the aggressor or yes. the predator. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, like, that type of shit is the type of shit that makes me be like, man, let me listen to this podcast before you put it out. Because it's like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like somebody could really feel like, oh, right here, I haven't said da-da-da-da. And it's like, man, you don't. The things that I've been seeing lately, if I'm not even going to mention for this what they said, it's name. definitely me. I'm not going to mention this person's name, and you know who I'm talking about. But I don't want to mention this person's name. But someone had a show recently, and it was comedians that have been telling the same material forever, and the crowd was just so disconnected. I just think they didn't know what they were getting to the point that they made it to the point that they were offended you know what i mean and like they, they just the, weren't getting the humor behind it or i would say that the comic may have stepped over the bounds because comedy is an art form and you have the right to look at it and say it offends you and you have the right to look at it and say you agree with it or you relate to it or it makes you laugh mm-hmm. and i say and i think that these people had the not these people i'm so sorry but the audience members had the right to say they you know you know felt offended and I would say, not knowing this person, they mater- their material may have came off offensive. And, you know, it was just a lot of backlash. And I think it would all be solved if we had more conversations. Exactly. It's like a yeah. lot of times people end up getting offended by and accident. They just put up a wall. And they're like, it's oh, like this nope, person nope, did not, not mean to offend you. It's just that I I don't think that they've been updated with the rule book. I think people and the, and are the, looking the to be The thing is, the rule book changes every week. Mm-hmm. Feels like it feels like you can't do this now. You can't do that anymore. Can't do, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't have an issue with you telling me. You know what? I don't like it when you say this. I know I used to like it when you, I, I know I used to like it, but honestly, I don't like that anymore. Can you please stop that? It's cool. Fair. I tell yeah. you what, I can stop that. But let me know. Mm-hmm. You can't just. You can't just agree within your own within your own circle and say this is a new rule, and then after that have no form of there's no actual form of communication other than making a mistake. It's kind of like as a comic, do you think it's your job to cater to the audience? A percentage, sure, a percentage, yeah, a percentage, but not not to the point where I'm persuading who I am. Exactly. So if the rule you're saying the rules change everything, I agree and I feel like in especially But lately, I think a lot of people would get along more and these rules wouldn't be broken. Like what I'm trying to say there's no there is no chalkboard or there's no community board for you to go to and find out what are these new rules. It's you, just a you, social only, thing, yeah. The only way you find out is when you make the mistake. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's not fair. That's the equivalent of the government saying, "Hey, there's a list of laws." But we only gonna tell you about it when you get locked up. Yeah, for when you it. fuck up. Well, as a comic, you <laughs> kind of have the... a sense. You kind of have a sense of like where you can go and where you can't go. But I feel like it's almost no, to a point. No, you don't. I mean, I'm just ta- okay. Well, contingent okay. upon what type of social lifestyle you live in, you do. But the type of social lifestyle you live in shouldn't. They ain't got shit to do with the, the material you want to. I mean, if if regardless of whatever social lifestyle you live, I should not have to update myself on all these things to be a stand up comic. Yeah. I should be able to go on stage and tell my perspective. Sure. But because now people are so offended by certain things, 
I have to kind of know what is the new rules. And what I'm trying to say is there is nowhere to find out the new rules. What comic ever made it big by not pushing the boundaries? What comic ever made it big by not my, breaking those rules? That's my point. Pushing the boundaries and breaking rules now ruins your career. Whereas back in the day, it was considered taking... You could take risks back then because it was okay. It's because people yeah. let it ruin their career because when somebody speaks up and says something, everyone else is allowed... Everyone else is, no, is too afraid to go, look, dude, shut the fuck up. Like Instead, everybody's just like, oh my God, I want to I side with you and all play into this whole victimhood shit. When in reality, it, it, people are allowing it to become that way. Because because it's the same mentality that why you were earlier were like, yo, like you can't say that here. It's like, why the fuck not? If somebody listens to this and thinks I think a certain way, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. It, it, if you want to know how I think about it, ask me. But people are so afraid but of being, of, because there's a fucking coalition out there that when they go to a comedy show, their primary intent, their primary reaction that they're ready for is to be fucking offended. I think your give a fuckness comes from the fact that you have that it, it ain't got nothing to do with it. I mean I mean privilege of it ain't got nothing to do of with not skin color white. white or black. Yeah, but you're not white. <laughs> it don't, so it don't that's have nothing to do that. I'm saying I think because honestly so I don't understand you're at what a point, you guys are talking about. You're you are you are at a point white. in your career right now where things are blossoming and blooming and you can still chart the course. Sure. And we, that's a level where you haven't gained certain things or accomplish certain things that you feel like since I've done this now I have to continue to be upstanding. Yeah, or not even that but you just have to keep you you want to be able to keep taking steps up and you don't want to be knocked back a couple of them. Exactly. Like, so what I'm trying Cuz you like see each of those steps and you're like, yo, I made okay, so how about I made this? all the way up here. I like what you're doing what now with fall? with your music <laughs> and all your gigs and everything like that and with your engineering skills and all this you end up picking Cool. You end up picking up a gig working at a, a popular radio station. You get shots out all the time. You got pull, and now you got executive heads looking at you. Sure. You can't not give a fuck now. I understand not giving a. F- okay, so here's here's my thoughts. That's on that. what. I, do do you agree with me on that though? Yes, I do agree with That's you. What I'm but there's different levels of. Okay, so I actually had a conversation earlier with my old boss. I was uh, chilling there drinking. He was there, and we were talking. And he said, "Yo, I've been listening to your podcast, but like." You cuss like way too much, like unnecessarily. He was like, you know, and what you do when you do that is you limit your market because you once you start cussing that much, somebody wants to listen to you, to you in their car while they're driving, you know, their kid home from school or something like that, you've automatically X that person out of your market because they can't listen to you while they have their kid in their car. And I was like, I understand you to a point. And, you know, like I, I, I basically said, like, I don't want to become completely clean because sometimes cursing seems natural like and and i don't want to limit the conversation by avoiding certain words but i do understand the concept of like look you kind of got to bend a little bit i can understand bending in that way but what i can't understand is when people say you just can't talk about this thing it's fine if they say look you can't cuss and stuff like that because you're on a syndicated radio station that shit makes sense and i have to respect that but when people start limiting the conversation that's when it becomes like how much am i concerned with my career how much am i willing to compromise myself to to take the next step if you made it real big and you're becoming really successful and you're faced with the option of like look i either have to completely change who i am and what i talk about or i'm never going to get a fucking gig again um I mean, that's realistic. It is. And so how much integrity do you have to just, like, at what point do you just go, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. How about this? There comes a point in your career where you gain a fan base. 
Mm-hmm. And this fan base is small, and it becomes medium, and it becomes large, and becomes extra large, becomes double X, and on and on. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. At one point, you can expose other layers of yourself. And this isn't like any other art form, you know what I mean? So you, you, you use a lot of FaceTime in comedy. It's a lot of in front of your face. Whereas with music, with, with music there's a lot of videos. You can avoid, there's, there's characterization. That's really what I'm going for. Yeah. With comedy, there's no such, there's no, there's no characterization. The person that you are on stage is the person that you, unless you're character top, you hopefully. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but ideally the, you're the, the person on the type of comic like, that you uh, are, you know what I'm saying? So Gallagher as, or some shit. Exactly. <laughs> but as time goes on, you expose more layers of yourself and you can take those risks of saying opinionated thoughts that you know are contrary to the natural belief. And the reason why you can take those risks at that point is because your fan base is so large they want to get to know more of you, and regardless of what you say, they're rocking with you. But yeah, they and, already, like have known you for so exactly. Long. So yeah. it's kind of like even if you say something, they it's it's like at first if it's like if college dropout would have been college dropout, you would have never liked graduation. True, true. I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like but you I, had to like college dropout and late registration for you to give even a chance. Of, or acceptance to graduation because it was a totally different sound. It was risky. It was da da da. But he didn't just come out and just be like boom and boom. You know, that was almost three to five years between those projects. It sounded mm-hmm. totally different. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a similar, that's a phenomenon that happens in comedy and music, especially music. You know, people always talk about like, you know, there are people who are like, oh man, like I like their first couple albums, but now they're like new stuff sucks and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's really like, you know, like uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Goo Goo Dolls. I feel like that happens. Or when that happens, I feel like that happens because they didn't develop that core fan base first. Well, no, I think a lot of it, I think more so it's because or people, the core fan base big people enough. are exposed to you in a certain way. Just like they were exposed to Michael Jackson a certain way, Gary Coleman, and they expect you to be that person they first met, and they don't acknowledge that. Look, like the guy, the, like I was saying, the guy from the Goo Goo Dolls, John Resnick, was like, "Look, when you guys first heard my stuff, I was, you know, 26 years old." Blah blah blah. He's like, "I'm 40 something now. I'm not gonna write the same music. I'm not concerned with the same things. I have a different life. I'm a different person at 42 years old. I'm growing as a person. And people expect me to be the same fucking person that they were introduced to in 1996." That. I agree, but we're, I'm so not you're supposed to keep same, on pretending to I'm, be that person? We're not saying the same thing. What I'm trying to say is there is a fact. There are factors that go into keeping your fan base as you grow. You have to be. Cons- I agree with that. You have to be consistent, and they have to grow larger and bigger with you. Yes. Let's take somebody like a Jay Z. Mm-hmm. It's like as time went on, not only did he gain more fans, his his material came more became more mature, and it grew with him. This last album, he's talking about the album before this last one. He's talking about dapping people up while they playing basketball on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like I own the team. I don't care if they win. You know what I mean? But he's still evolving, and we rock with him because you know that's a he's Jay Z. But I mean, yeah. he's talented. He's there. But he gained. It's something that he did in the very beginning that made us say, "I'm gonna stick with him." And I'm trying to say, if you don't develop that. In the very beginning, and stick with that consistently. You can, you can, you can fall off for a year or two, 
two to three years, whatever, whatever your pace is, you can fall off and never get them back the way you got them. I would say that a lot of the reason, okay, so you brought up Kanye, you brought up Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. I would say that that element that you're talking about, that element that makes people go like, all right, like... I'm sticking with you forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter that what. That element, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that, that that quality is people start to gather that you're your own fucking person, and so they're ready to grow with you. You look at a guy like Kanye, people like Kanye because he doesn't play into that shit. People like Kanye because he doesn't. People like Jay Z because he doesn't but play people, into that shit. But people like Chance, and he does play into that shit. Yeah, but the question is, does Chance have the kind of core fan base that's going to follow him to the Ob next stage? Obviously, he's the he broke. He's the first rapper to be independent and get a Grammy. Okay, but how long has he been in the game? <sighs> Last six, seven years. Okay, so how long has Kanye? And before that, and I would Jay -Z. say honestly, I say I say ten years, honestly. Chance. It's just that we didn't hear about him. Sure, sure, sure. But how so, long was he in the public eye? Nah, he six did, years ago. He did the ten day mixtape. Yeah, six years ago. Six probably. years ago. So I'm talking. So six that's years. He was rapping in high school and everything like but that before. That then. was it though. But th that was that's his ten, first project. I'm trying to say he was rapping though. before that. I'm not gonna say because he didn't put out a special what? until I know, then. But dude, I've fucking freestyled since in high school. I'm I, not a rapper. You know yeah, I'm I mean? not but shading on... But that's what makes on, it not count, though. I'm not yeah. shading on Chance, but I'm asking you, do you think that six years <laughs> is long enough to say that he stood Jeez. the test of time? With what he's accomplished, when you compare yes. No, when, when you compare okay, it to no, somebody no, no, who's no. been in the game like Jay-Z, Kanye, somebody like that, do you think six years is long enough to say, oh, no, he's already progressed to a whole no, bunch of different levels? No. So, like, you really don't know. I'm, I, I would like to believe that, yes, I like Chance the Rapper a lot. So, what we're saying is an actual, just a normal yeah, chronological no answer. Because, honestly, say, a lot of people have so been hating think, on Chance recently. You think 10 years from now we'll still be listening to Chance? I, I think so. I hope so, because I, I like him. So. That's so? my whole point. I don't think so. If his whole thing is that he's playing I think 10 years from now we'll be listening to J. Cole. Yes, yes. And another guy, uh, uh, the only thing that goes against my point. I think 10 years from now we might be listening to Uzi. I would say so. Lil Uzi's, Lil Uzi's on something. But I think um, if he continues to become a rock star. You know who like sure. you know who I'm surprised kind of fell off that like really was known for just being his own person was Wiz Khalifa. He just completely fell off. I disagree. I don't know. I think, I think, I think, he, I think, he, I think he I think he went back out, to dude. I think he's like you say he's setting up. I think he's setting up. Yeah, I it's agree. a long setup. Dude, nah, dude, he had that fucking. It's he a, yeah, he had the biggest hit. Of yeah, like, but that was statue. Was that? A, that's did you fuck with that? Did you fuck dude, with that? was on the radio. Whether you fucked with it or stuff. not. All right, what I'm trying to it say is, with you. Wiz Khalifa. Okay, that, that's like okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I but fucked with it when it first came out. Dude, you can't tell me you did fuck with that when that first came I, I, out. First of all, I, I I'm be honest first with you. I really didn't. I really didn't fuck with it. But and and it's cheesy to me. And it lies from the studio. No, no, it's it seemed exactly like. Like some corporate exec, like, all right, Wes, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put you up with this new YouTube well, no, star. He said just popped off. He said the song was sent to three other people. Yeah. And he said he it was just... sent to like Wale and yeah, a couple other said, people. Yeah, said, they're looking for somebody to fuck up. That's not Wiz. Come on. That's not Wiz. I didn't say it was Wiz, but, I, but we're saying relevancy. He was re He's relevant as a mother. He didn't fall off. I, I almost view but those as two a, separate it's, it's games. It's not the cushion orange juice warm up. No. The yeah. game I hear on the radio versus Dude, the game honestly, I hear Wiz everywhere on else. Ugly Gods. New song, Lies. That's fucking Cushion OJ was right there. I agree. For sure. I, 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 will, I will give you yes. The, the whole Long Day thing was a big hit. It also kind of played big time off the Fast and Furious movie. And they had the whole fucking video be Paul Walker. And like yeah. that has I a big... Mean, he's, I mean, that was like I don't a cultural milestone. Yeah, it was. I don't think he fell off at all. Dude, when he first came out, Dude, it was Black a phenomenon. It was his first... Big mainstream hit. I feel yeah. like he was, he was underground. Out for, he was and I feel like he went, he went downhill after Black and Yellow. 
he was he was mainstream. No, he, he had he, he had a WB deal, but so did fucking currency and currency. And is so did still Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was signed to Def Jam back yeah. in the day. Nobody knows that Kendrick Lamar was shelved back. He was signed. Well, before. dude, same. Well, that happened to like Los too. Everyone was fucking super huge with Los in Baltimore, and like he got signed to P Diddy, and he's like, oh shit, he's in Bad Boy. Like, and then he was on some videos of French Montana and everything. You know, that people get shelved. It sucks. Same shit with D- Jay Dilla, right? Jay Dilla. D- I'm not sure. When you're I mean, talking about when you're talking about fire tracks of, of the past year, fire tracks from rappers and shit. Let me ask you a serious question. When you're talking about tracks that that like people like in the game are respecting, you know, they're coming on sway, they're doing stuff like that. Are you really about to bring fucking uh when I see you again to the table? No. All right. That's my point. It was a fucking pop hit. It was the equivalent of a fucking Ariana Grande song. I want to hear about how that shit is. Oh, he's still he still got it. Like he fucking did a fucking he fucking did a, a, a cookie cutter pop song. He hasn't done something real, in my opinion, since Black and Yellow. But real don't get you paid always. That's what I'm saying. What's the fucking what's the compromise? Because you don't want to end up like Wit. Kanye gets paid. Kanye gets paid. Jay Z gets paid, and they're real as fuck. Fall off or what? Huh? What do you want to do? Do you want to fall off? I'd or? rather fall off than be someone I'm not. Cause that's the ultimate think, falling off. I don't think he's being. But someone I don't he's know. Not. If you think, it, if I don't think, think he's being someone he's not on like that song. The acting I think he's world, just though. putting. I think Jimmy, if somebody comes to you right now and says, "I like that song. I need you. I like that voice. I need you to sing this song." And the song isn't offensive. Matter of fact, the song is the same exact song. I'm not ragging on him. I'm not ragging I mean, on him for I'm doing saying, the song. Would you do the song? Yeah, I'm not ragging no, on him. But your fans would be doing podcasts saying, I want the old Jimmy back. Yeah, but it would be one thing if I did the song and was still doing other shit. But if I'm exclusively doing that corny ass shit, then yeah, I would totally but side with them. He's not exclusively for... doing that corny ass shit. I haven't heard any non corny shit out of Wiz for Ooh. a while. He put out a mixtape after that with TM88 and another producer. Beats were crazy. When? It was after that. It was towards the end of last year. Seriously. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede that I maybe I, I'm and okay I maybe maybe Wiz is still doing shit I haven't been like super like but paying gotta, attention you so also, maybe you gotta also realize just saying that I haven't in the hip hop and the rap industry though man that moves so fast exactly nobody's talking about Wiz but like look, a guy like Bob so Bob was an example of somebody who was hit with the decision you want to be someone you're not or you want to be you and he chose being him. And and that cost him his career potentially. I mean, what happened? I loved Bob when he came out. He did he did a couple corny songs, but they were I I liked I liked the one he did with Bruno Mars, "Nothing on that You." Was, that was good. That and was uh, I got even though I got the magic. In, I like that song too. They were all right. They were they were better than long whatever the fuck Charlie Puth shit, Wiz Khalifa thing. But how do you feel about Calvin Harris that new that new album? I feel like every song sounds alike. Yeah, it does. Probably does, but I mean, I, it's all like calculated radio hits. What was the song that Calvin Harris came out with back in like 2012? That I was like, even, I would love to know like what he looks like. I really do not know that dude because it's like people been saying he's been out for a while, but it's like, I don't remember. Nothing. He has. He's like he's like one of he's the just like an electric like a, a EDM like Daft DJ Punk guy. is my favorite. Electric. Daft Punk's sick. Is my favorite electric, like anything techno electric. They've been or, around for a minute too. Yeah, they've been around. I think since the eighties almost. Uh, maybe minute, yeah, dude. maybe nineties, but still, it's they, a long ass time. Like they were doing shit like together before Daft Punk. Like, Damn, without the masks, they're like French DJs and shit. Like they're just exactly. Crazy. Dude, honestly, I'm be I'm be real. If I got to a point where I was, I had some decent money, and I could from that point on take it to invest in other things. I I if it you came probably th- wouldn't do music anymore. No, if it came down, I would I I will do music as long as it's me, because that's the only way it counts to me. 
It's like, what's the fucking point? Once, you, once you're no longer putting yourself out there, then why are you still an artist? You're just an artist to keep making money. Like, it just, and that's cool because it's a business just like anything else. I'm not putting that down. I'm just saying personal preference. It just wouldn't make sense. I just couldn't do it. And, and I almost, as, as an artist, I have more respect for those who value the integrity of their work more than the money they make off of it. And that's a common sentiment. But what you, uh, let's take Dave Chappelle, for instance, right? That move that he pulled by not taking the $40 million and then not doing the show and then coming back and getting like $60 million or whatever, uh-huh. whatever, whatever number he got. Yeah, for three specials. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That was a good, that's a move, two to you, that's a move of integrity, right? Yeah. All right. How many times do you think before that, though, Things didn't go that way before he got to a point where he was like, all right, they're not going to go this way anymore. And I'm just trying to say that I'm not trying to say he kissed any ass. It's not about that. I'm just trying to say no people that are like, I ain't taking no shit. Don't get anywhere. Well, okay. Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree with that. And I'll say, I'll say you that you have to take some shit. You do. When you're still a nobody, you do. You can't just, you can't just be fucking nobody and just from the fucking. Like, jump. I ain't taking no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because, at, because at that point it's respecting. Because when you're a fucking nobody and people who aren't nobodies are trying to put you on, you have to get a little bit respect to that because they they don't need you. You kind of need them in a way. I mean, it is mutual, but like. For me, There's it's like if somebody, respect this yeah, there, if somebody was like, yo, we could take the podcast to the next level. We got to give you a production team and stuff like that. But like, here's a couple things. Like, I would have that conversation. But once you get to a point where it's like, all right, like. No, nah, I ain't talking about shit like that. I'm talking about like, like, like ego integrity shit. Like, all right, we need you guys to come up to New York and da, 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 da. And you guys get to New York and they don't pick up the phone for two hours. And you guys are waiting there. And then they pick up like, yeah, sorry, man. I was eating some dinner. Knowing me, anyway, knowing me I'd probably brush that off. But I'm saying there's going to be, at one point in time, a Jimmy that won't. Like, how the fuck you going to be waiting? Maybe not. I mean, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hypothesis. Uh, as, that's a hypothesis. Now we're talking about levels. We're talking about levels. Remember, I'm saying, remember, but uh, if we're talking about levels, if I don't I'm do saying, that saying, now, at one point why would get, I do that then? Because it's different levels, remember? You, you, see, what I, you see? You see? Tell the, we're tell, just, tell we're, the listeners you're shaking your head yes. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm shaking my you know head yes, because it's, like, it's, as, it's a possibility for sure. As you grow... I'm not trying to say you're going to become a dick, but I'm trying to say the shit that Jimmy used to put up with, he won't. Sure. That Well, yeah, of course. Of course. And it may not be waiting for two, but it'll be something. So how can you be going through your career and start to put up with more shit? We're saying the same thing. I agree with you. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying there's no such thing. You, you, I appreciate integrity, too. I'm not trying to say people purposefully sway or persuade or... Or give up their integrity. I'm just trying to say, along the lines, your integrity, I don't even know if integrity, but the fact that you won't let anybody take advantage of you grows. Yeah. Sure. Well, I think there's, it's, certain I think it let, like there's certain ways you'll let, there's certain ways you'll let somebody take advantage of you now that you won't let take advantage of you later. It just won't, you just won't put up with that shit anymore. Yeah. Well, it's like, it happens to you once. It's like touching a hot stove. You're never going to do it again because it mm-hmm. fucking burns you. You know what I mean? I dude, the people the people that we're talking about, we've brought up a lot of names. The one thing that I feel like the most successful artists in any industry do 
And music is a little bit different than comedy because comedy is one of those things where you can literally still be fire and famous when you're like well into old age. Like George Carlin was popping. Louis C.K. is almost 50. Bill Burr is 50 something. Like like comedy is a completely different ballgame. With music, it's like at a certain point. And I will say it's kind of changed because Kanye's 40. Jay-Z's, you know, around that. It's like 44. Jay-Z's yeah, yeah. like on his way to 50. Yeah. It's like... But at some point, the musicians, all the people are talking about Michael Jackson, Jay-Z, Kanye, they also they also make a move into starting to secure the business aspects of it. Like, you don't want to be a fucking performer your whole life. You don't want to be a trick pony your whole fucking career. At a certain point, you have to step and realize, look, look okay, I've built up enough experience that I'm worth something on my own. And so at a certain point, you got you to gotta leave the fucking plantation. It's like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, but I don't know. You got to leave the plantation coming from Jimmy. But yeah, gotta, I feel you. But also, like... I don't know. I like, feel basically, like I see people jump over to that side too soon sometimes, and I feel like that fucks up too. I you know agree. What I mean? It's kind of like... If you suck, then yeah. Then you were just wrong. Then you just weren't as good as you thought you were. I mean, you can't help that. For some people, you don't. they don't find out they suck until it's too late. We're all going to find out sometime. You know? And, I mean, I don't think there's a such thing as remaining to suck. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you can you can suck at one point, and, you know. But tell me what Dave Chappelle did wasn't, I mean, dude, the dude I was agree, gone for was. like years and he came back and he was, was bigger than he. Fu- but do you know from the words, I mean, do you know they used to call him Pilot Boy back in the day? Yeah, but he was a kid, dude. He got into that shit when he was like 19. I'm just trying to say. You're he, still a boy. I'm just trying to say he took lumps. Yeah, dude. And then at one point, he got in a position where he didn't have to anymore. And then at one point and he got in a, he, and then at one point he got in a position that it was like he saw it from a totally different the, the game he saw it from a totally different perspective and he was like I get it now and you're not going to take advantage of me like that. Look at a guy like Louis CK fucking records his own special, puts it out himself. That's real shit. Somebody else would have okay Netflix, here you go. And who do you re- Louis But but saying, Louis dude. had but once again Louis, look at how many Netflix specials Louis had before he did that. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not. Uh, I'm not saying that it is something that you should never ever consider doing. I'm saying that you guys, I feel like, are saying that as you go through your career, more people are expecting stuff out of you that you become more compromising. I'm saying, how the fuck do you oh, become no, no. more I'm not, compromising? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. What I'm, no, if he's I, saying the opposite. He's yeah. saying that the more people know you, the more. They leverage will. you have yeah oh. to take those risks. Right, well, that's what I was saying too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I told you I was agreeing with you. But anyway, yeah, the more the more the more the bigger you get, the more so I'm so it kinda so ultimately, regardless of what it is you're doing or what you do, at one point as you evolve, you're gonna you're gonna just like kind of become a bigger beast and just not put up with the same shit anymore. And then at one point you'll understand it's like it's like when you're learning to play chess. The more you play, the better you be. The better you know how to use pieces, and then at one point, you become so good, you can see your, you can see the person you're competing against. You can see the moves before they make them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like you understand the game. And also, it is you're right. Much. It's levels. It's like we, there's a certain. It's it's weird the way your mind perceives things because like. I'm going to use chess as an example because it's very convenient you brought it up because I play fucking chess all the time on my phone. Mm-hmm. Big fan. And you start out, as like 300 level. And you start playing these dudes. I remember playing like a 500 level guy and just like thinking that was tough. Then all of a sudden you get to a point where you're a 600 guy, you play a 500 guy, it's a fucking joke. But like you still see it the same way. It's like your mind is always thinking the next thing is something else, but it never is. It's just the same shit on, a, on another level, on a bigger level. 
literally. Yeah. And it's hard if you're not ready for that for you to uh adjust. Yeah. You know, because you'll have to say no to certain people that you weren't comfortable with saying no to before. You have to say yes and and set yourself up with certain positions that before you weren't comfortable with talking to these people and putting yourself in a position to the point where you could be saying yes. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 one thing I can say from my experience, it becomes way easier when you know what you want. And if you have good intentions. You gotta know who you are, you gotta know your worth, and right. You gotta have you good if you have good intentions, a lot of things will happen on its own. Good intentions kind of go hand in hand with just being a good, honest. I mean, good intentions. I would, if you have good intentions, you're going to be good and honest by everyone you meet. If your intentions are good. Okay, yeah. If your intentions are good, if your intentions are good, yeah. If your intentions are good, you're going to be a good person. And I think that's the main thing. I mean, actions. I don't want to say actions. You know, always nece- necessarily follow intentions because there is that they should though they should. But there is that saying where it's like we that judge others by our their actions and ourselves by our intentions. It's like sometimes what you mean to do isn't how people perceive it, which is the same thing when we talk about the whole comedy thing and knowing the limits. It's like sometimes what you think you can say, and sometimes you literally didn't. Like when these comics say those jokes, they're not trying to offend people. I don't think anybody's trying to bomb. Bless you. Bless you. They're trying to, okay, what can I say here? I, I yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, literally, this game is about, as you said, uh, taking risks and um, saying certain things that um, most people are not necessarily afraid to say, but you know, want to say, but don't. You know what I mean? And that's not necessarily coming from fear, but sometimes it just comes from not them not feeling like they're comfortable enough, or they don't have enough awareness, or they don't have enough information. But comments are the ones that are supposed to be that conduit to that. You know, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. and. If we continue to get stripped of being able to make mistakes, then nobody's going to be informing anyone anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I think that yes. I yes. think that we should be being informed by by our audience by our audience as much as our. Hold on, I'll give it a second. But yeah, I think we should be being. I think not be being. I think we should be informed by our audience as much as we inform our audience. Yes. So there, instead of. If we make a mistake, our audience punish us, punish, you know what I mean, try to punish us. For yeah. it. It's like, you know, when somebody says something, you know, it's like there, there's no suggestion box for comedians. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's no like, so there's no conduit. The same way that there's no chalkboard or poster board for these are the new rules. We don't like it when you say this now. We understand that years ago we used to even call ourselves this. You know what I'm saying? But comedians like, are what comedians are a group of people who people look to to actually tell them what is appropriate and what's not. I mean, look at a guy well, like look at a guy like George Carlin when he first came out. You, you know, he George came out. George Carlin could not do the material that he did back yeah. then. Right now, George Carlin would have yeah. been fucking which is crazy. No, no, no. What'd you say? He would have been ostracized. You think exactly. so? I don't remember him Fuck saying. Yeah. I don't remember him saying anything. We're both like, comics. Okay, I'm okay. I'm just trying sure. to say that. By that being said, just we, we've seen certain things that George. You would have been called like a fucking kooky old man and be like, "Oh, shut up, Grandpa!" Oh yeah, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the stuff. I'm, okay, it's I can like see I'm mean. just, I'm just trying to say, and that's that, you know. But going back on it, you can take the word "bitch." At one point in time, women called themselves "bitch." Some, some women still do out of a certain term of endearment. Uh-huh. However, when it's said. It's like like you could be, you know what I mean? So it's like 
is totally contingent upon environments, times, the time of the decade, what, what, where we are socially, what just occurred last week in the, in the headlines. It's like it's, things become sensitive. I can just so feel quickly. the limits contracting. And I just feel like what gradually. we should do is just talk to each other more. It shouldn't yeah. be it shouldn't be that uh But you can't talk to you can't talk to people if the if the limits of conversation are there. You can't have a true conversation if people are telling you what you're allowed to say in that conversation. You need I think you can. I think if I think if we start out a conversation and someone says, "Hey, if, especially if we already have a rapport and you're familiar with sure, my language sure. or you're familiar with the general language, you know what I mean? You can say, hey, are you aware that this, 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 and the third, you know? And I'll be like, oh, okay. I'll try to put, I'm definitely going to put that into practice and thank you for informing me. I want to respect you. I want us to, to continue to be friends. All right, if that's how it is, that's how it is. Boom. This doesn't take any skin or slack off of my back, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. that simple. However... Yeah. If that dialogue is not there, then there's room for both of us to be offended by accident. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. you could be offended and call me something and be called out. And I had all intentions on once again going back to intentions and actions. Th- those were my actions, and that's how you felt. However, my intentions were. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you? Is there any material that you used to do that you've stopped doing because people don't accept it anymore? Ooh. No, nah, not necessarily. There's maybe a word or two I've changed. Okay, but not a not a not material. You know what I mean? So nah. And honestly, well, I mean, that's do you have do you like perform everything you ever write? I mean, like I feel yeah. like there's some stuff that like you know gets thrown in the fucking trash can. Not for me. Yeah. Nah. Everything. Every. I would. There's not one joke that I've ever. Because you got to also realize my material and the way that I perform is reenactments. Mm-hmm. So before, and I think that's kind of a cheat code because before I take something to the stage, I have to practice it or reenact yeah. it. I can't, mm-hmm. I can see something and immediately go on and do that. That's happened a few times. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if I think of it, if I think of it before I'm on stage, then I'm gonna practice it right then. It's like it's like oh man, I, oh man, did you ever the the way that this be happening mm-hmm. and boom 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 or the way that this happens boom 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 and I'll try to practice it right then and there. Uh-huh. Whereas I would say with a joke that's primarily based upon literary skills or articul or just basically based upon words and wordplay and the equation and the rhythm. Yeah. Then of course you you gotta. can't practice that. You got to practice that on a on a. You can practice the rhythm. Yeah. You can practice, but then again, the rhythm could change contingent upon, you know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. That's true. You know, contingent upon so many other factors. So it's like, that's just what I, I mean, that's just what me. So no, to answer your question, no, I've never had to change material. And the reason why is because um, it was kind of how I was raised. Like, you know, just like in the comedy scene that I came up in. Let me go on. Yeah. Now that show you were talking about earlier, what you're saying that that was an example of where the crowd just was like not feeling where they were going. I think what happened was, once again, I do think the comedian was a tad bit offensive. Sure. However, this is a comedian that I feel like has said the same or similar jokes before in the same room, and it was accepted. It just so happens that that night, that night, 
You know, and I think it all. I, what made first it of tangible? All, first of all, somebody... everything that happens on stage is a comedian's fault. Sure, there's no way around that. Um, Every sure. single thing that happens on stage is a comedian's yeah, fault. The only one so at the end of the day, if somebody's like heckling you or something like that, that's your, your fault. At the end of the day, it is a comedian's fault that that ended up happening. And and um, I, I say you know that's that's a fact. However, the once again. Those were his actions, but I know for a fact those were not his intentions. And, you know, it's just that, you know, on his behalf, I just think he just judged the room kind of wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and as comedians, we do that a lot. You know, we can do that by accident. Dude, there was a, the, when we were at that show at McGooby's, there well, were times. Also, uh, how are you supposed to, like, learn to judge a room? Yeah, if you don't fuck up a couple times. I think judging you know a room what I mean? has nothing to do with stage time. I think when you judge a room, you literally take out the time to look at damn near... If you got less than 200 people in there, that's great. Because you can look at 200 faces in, you know what I'm saying, 200 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you need to be able to assess your audience and take quick glances at them and decide whether the prime... Decide in percentages. Do I have older people, younger people, women, men... Uh, are students, you very young people, uh, artistic people. You have to consider all these things. Now, the best audience to have is a bit of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just you're thinking that this comedian just didn't pull the audible where he should have. Like he went in there with a game plan and yeah, he just, just no, stuck I, he with it. He literally said he didn't pull the audible when he should have. Yeah, that's yeah, well, there he goes. There you, know you go. I mean? But however, to his, um, not defense, but to be on. To be a comedian first before I'm black, before I'm a man, to be a comedian first, I'm pretty sure that like, I know that he's a that was those weren't his intentions. He had no yeah. intentions of, course of offending not. anybody, yeah. you know? Yeah. We don't we we on our scene we literally don't have any comics that are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Camping. We have a lot of guys that may be dickheads and assholes, but <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, that's just them. But we don't have any guys that intentionally are like negative and derogatory like that yeah. to one another. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? I just want us I just want our scene to continue to grow and blossom, man, because we got a lot of good guys here, man. Yeah, man. And once again, if we talk to each other more and educate each other more, I think that that can prevent this from happening in an age where everyone which is a good thing, is practicing a form of individuality. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's yeah. nothing... That's a beautiful thing. However, as you do this, inform me, you know? And if I don't know, then when I do make the mistake, give me a pass the first... Not me, necessarily, but anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone... A lot of people offend offend people and don't know they are offending someone. Yeah, yeah. They don't know the the rapper Nav just came out and said, "I'm never going to say the word nigga again." I didn't know certain fans of mine had an issue with this. Listen, in Toronto, in Canada, when I was growing up, look, all my friends was black. Da-da-da. We said nigga. Da 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 said nigga. Da-da-da. That's just creation. Remember the white girl, the yeah, Gucci yeah. Gucci, like, all yeah, that yeah. shit. Da-da. She was like, "Listen, Oakland, da-da. this is where I grew," but she had to stop that. But you know, it's kind of like. Yeah, you don't know, but you have to give someone the ability to correct themselves. And I feel like in today's society, a lot of and I'm just being real, mm-hmm. especially me being a black man, we don't have the right to 
You yeah, know. man. I mean, these are like the Salem witch trials of like the internet age. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They'll crucify you. Good. That was good. Good job. <laughs> They'll crucify <laughs> you for anything. And it's like, if you told me that on Tuesdays we weren't supposed to wear green, then I just wouldn't wear green on Tuesdays. It's that <laughs> simple. It's not like I wasn't trying to disrespect the gang, you know? <laughs> just let me know. Damn. Speaking of the scene, though, dude, and you got the shirt on, Baltimore Comedy Festival. Oh yeah, I did notice that, up, dude. I did notice that. I thought, <laughs> how come it's not the, how come it's not the rat logo? I mean, oh, there's, two logos, there's two dude. logos, dude. Is that, is that this year's? Oh, it's two logos for the same year. Yep. Yeah, that's so dope. This is like the Nike sign. The you do know like your fucking swoosh. name is. Did you guys like fix that? Because your name's on that poster twice. Dude. Yeah, we just did that today. <laughs> We <laughs> wasn't trying to do it. I think, you know, yeah, like, I mean, we already fixed it. No need to bring it up. I know. Thanks. <laughs> cut, <laughs> cut that out along with a few Whoops. other things. Whoops. But anyway. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, need to offend you guys. We're good, oh, man. Shit. I mean, everything's going really well. There's two open mics. Everybody's doing a showcase. So um, everybody has an opportunity to get on stage two to three times. Um, it's it's going to be fun, man. I want guys to network, meet each other. If you end up getting one gig off of, you know, another comic that you met or trading off a show, like, let me come to your room, I'll bring you down to my did room. Did you, like, book this all yourself? Like, how did you how did you even set it up? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to know, this is sponsored by Miller Highlight. <laughs> so, uh, we're talking under those circumstances. So, anyway, um, yeah, um, we have 15 venues. It was, like, like, how did it conceptualize, basically? I mean, like, that's a... To to do what you did to set up a show of that magnitude, you obviously had to do a lot, I'm assuming. Like, what yeah, were the steps man, you took? Yeah, was a lot of plans. All right, so the first thing I was going to do is I was like, you know what? I should just do a weekend where it's just all my shows at all my different Classic venues. first thought, dude. And then I was, that, that's honestly yeah, how Yeah, no, I know, I know. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I should just do it because that would be real cool if I just did all my, you know. And then I was like... No, I shouldn't. Cause I, when I put it on the map, it was like five, like five spots, and I was like, "No, nah, I shouldn't." I, I, it's just like immediately, it was almost like a, like two plus two equals four. It was like effortless thought. It was like immediately when I saw it on the map, I was like, "Hold up, this spot's right here." And then it was around the time I think like he was just finishing up with reverb or something. I was like, "Reverb's right there, and this spot's right here, and the crown's right there, and then that's right there." And it was like, it was like, why don't I? share this you know and then we turn it into like a real because what it would be at that point is a festival if we all put our scenes together and you know every producer in the festival is doing like their own thing i'm not taking it's not i'm not taking any money i'm not doing anything i'm not it's like you run your show for the festival so okay when you say producers do you you work like con what what what's an example of a producer just like all the rooms in the city getting together and putting on shows for one week. So it's almost like a restaurant week type deal. It's like a co-op. Pretty much, yeah. It's like a co-op, though, the way that it's ran. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's not me that's going around and being like, I'm going to make sure this show... No, it's like... But you yeah. obviously were the person who contacted all these places. You That's organized awesome. it, but like, Thanks, but you man. know, like each each producer yeah, I don't got their anything comics away from and they these picked guys. their lineups and stuff. Yeah, because after and, all the know. submissions, they had a chance to pick from certain guys and they did their own lineup. They got their own themes. Like all the producers in the area from like Mike Quinlan, Dark Mark, it's like these guys, like they do a great job running their show. So it's like, why would I need to... Let's just collectively do something. Yo, that is actually sick, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not even fucking with that. that that's, yeah, dude. 
And uh, and you had a fucking booth at Artscape, and you know they put us on the uh, they put three comedians from the festival on the uh, jumbotron. Yeah, I at, heard at, Eric was telling me Charles that. and Lafayette. So that was crazy. I was like, people riding by on eighty three, looking. Up. I was like, <laughs> yo, that was that was crazy. So yeah, I just I just want what I really want is for because we have a ton, we have a ton of funny black comedians on the quote-unquote urban scene mm-hmm. and it's like i just want all these guys on the mainstream scene and other scenes and the nerd scene and the other scene and this scene i just want us all to just start to just communicate you know what i mean start fucking with each other more mm-hmm. and it, the, the, as soon as that happens man this scene is gonna like this go like go 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 it'll be like 100 we'll, we'll be shuffling guys out of here it's like yeah 100 yeah, he's out of here they're out of baltimore he's out of baltimore yeah but yeah she's out of baltimore yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be like that man that's that shit dude damn thanks though bro man it was like it is a lot of work though but i mean we 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 doing it though, man. And thus far, we're on schedule. Everything is going good. Yeah. So far, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Plan on it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So far, everything is in place. Yo. I spoke to Tony Woods today. He's headlining the festival. So where's the know, main? He, is there gonna be know, a main you know, stage? He was or? the guy that damn near taught Dave Chappelle how to do comedy. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, only because Eric or somebody said it last week. Umar yeah. and Eric yeah. were talking about it. But yeah, it's gonna be a fucking lit. Yeah, that's gonna lit be crazy. Weekend, dude. He was like Dave Chappelle's like big. August thirty first. Even if you look at their styles, fifth, are right? Like you can tell that he taught them so much. It says September first yeah. to September fourth. There. Well, yeah, the, the opening ceremony oh. is August thirty first, Thursday at Motorhouse. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yeah. And where's what what place is Tony Woods doing his show at? Auto Bar. Tony Woods is doing his show at Auto Bar. Who September usually who runs the room at Auto Bar usually? Mike Quinlan. Okay, yeah, cool. And Raleigh's and the other spot out in Fells. Mike Quinn is a great promoter, producer in the area, and outstanding comedian. Um, uh, Motorhouse show, 8 o'clock. Uh, There's 15 different venues. www.baltimorecomedyfestival.com. You'll see the nice rat logo. Sorry, I'm not oh, wearing yeah. a rat t shirt, but yeah. <laughs> that was a sick logo. I like both logos. I yeah, like that logo out a lot, to Jordan too. Jordan Levine and uh, Eric G right here. You know what I'm saying? These guys, uh, they, they really. They, they, Anything that you see graphic wise, these this guy Bingo, right here, dude. him and um, Jordan are making shit happen. So, yeah, man. I wouldn't have been able to do it without him, Quinlan, and Mark. Like these are the guys that really are like on the board. Like, you know, Eddie Lyles came through and helped out a lot. He's going to be hosting the um, Eddie Lyles of Broken Diamond comedy. He's going to be Broke hosting Down the. Um, yeah, we got to get uh, Eddie on here. Eddie's fun. Yeah, man, he's gonna be hosting the um, open now. Are the shows the themselves because you mentioned the mixing of like an urban scene and the you know whatever the mainstream? I don't know. Yeah, the shows themselves are all mixed. So, okay, so like, there's, there's not just gonna still be like it's that not gonna room. be the it's not gonna be the same lineup like kind of like same comics yeah. you see at certain venues. It's gonna there's be a like, lot of people coming in. Yeah, from we got out a gentleman state, coming like, in. Uh, he had to get his work visa. Uh, like he had he had <laughs> he had an issue with his visa. He emailed. He's <laughs> coming in from Australia, man. Oh Damn. shit! Laws, Holy shit! Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we got some guys coming in, man. It's going to be real nice. Um, I would say about 25% of the comics are from outside of a 400-mile radius. The other 25% wow. are within Baltimore. And I would say 50% of the comics are just, like, not from the state at all, but, like, nearby mm-hmm. surrounding states. So, yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of, like, outsiders coming in, man. You know, it's yeah. going to be real good. And um, we're looking for, like, at this point right now, 
we've already started looking forward to next year and things that we want to incorporate yeah, and bring in, man. So, do you guys have like a website for it? www.baltimorecomedyfestival.com. Yeah, Makes sense. Yep. If you want to email, contact at baltimorecomedyfest.com. Website, baltimorecomedyfest.com or baltimorecomedyfestival.com. Both of them. Oh, the, is it two separate websites? Or same name. You can put it in either or. Yeah. That's dope. Go to both. If you don't feel like typing the last little evo, yeah, just put yeah. Time yeah. Com, time you know, and we took in, we took into consideration the people with slow typing hands. You know? Yeah. And also uh, swagger jackers. <laughs> Pretty much, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Culture um, vultures, dude. Along the way, the, the craziest things that um, we've that, that we've encountered, man, was just like um it's, actually I'm gonna be honest, man. With considering how it's going, man, we've we've actually been like thankful, man. Pretty been, pretty smooth. Yeah, it's been going really good. It's been going really good, man. We're we're really thankful. Um like it's been going good, man. We're very thankful. Shout out to Summer Cullen of uh BOPA, Baltimore Office of Promotions of the Arts. Uh she showed us a lot of love and helped us out. Shout out to you know what? I'm not even going to say it because, you know, the Swagger Jack is going to be like, yo, uh, let's yeah, just do yeah. everything that he just said that he did. <laughs> You'll see it when we continue to release the, the other yeah. stuff. You'll see who's messing with us. Man. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got some love, you know. And when you ride down 83, you know, we we looking to get some more shots out on the on the jumbo truck. Yo, check us out. Now, check us out. All right, yeah. I was yeah. gonna ask a question, but I don't want the swagger jackers to know. <laughs> I want them to know the answer. I'm gonna ask you, you right, after yeah. the show so you I can jack know. that swag. You be riding down the 83s, just see me on the fucking billboard. Like, yo, fuck you, Jimmy. Yo. <laughs> fucking yeah. assholes jack the shit out of this swag. We got a we got a few we got a we got a few things uh coming down the line between now and um the festival on some releases, yeah, some videos, some cool little promotional things. Um everybody's loving the flyer. Hey, to all the comics. That um had the names misspelled on the flyer. Ooh. Listen, we went by your email. So if you yeah. like, <laughs> so, so look, if you check use this your out. real ass name in your email, like your a real, real ass name, on like a professional. Poster, I apologize. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sorry about that. But um, we went back and um corrected all of the names of the people. That's like, listen, my name is Donald. <sighs> But my comedian name is Maverick. Denald. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Correct that. Denald. Denald Maverick, okay? <laughs> On the poster, you guys just put you know, my real name. You know, I don't know why you got that fucked up. But uh, uh, looking forward to coming out to Baltimore. Thank you. It was like, oh, I was like, sorry, bro. Yo, can but, I crash your place? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be real nice, man. We got a lot of guys coming in. It's going to be real fun. And, um, this is doing nothing but just uniting the scene more, man. It's very exciting and very, very exciting to see other comics posting stuff about the festival. Damn, yeah. Man. And it's like, man. Getting some few, hype brewing, dude. A few years from now, man. Like, man. We just. We see, just, I, I feel that completely. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, I think you're very year, right about that. Fucking. Yo, lady. yeah, yeah. yeah like, just like I said, like a few years from now, it's going to be like, man, how are we going to top last year? <laughs> yo. You know, man. It's like, we're, we're just thankful at this point. And like, I, like, like we said earlier, if you do things for good intentions, then certain things will happen on their own. No. And I can honestly say this wasn't motivated by money. This wasn't motivated by ego. This was literally like. 
yeah, why don't we do this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It was motivated off of, it would be dope if I had three of my shows in one weekend. It's like, yeah, what if all the shows were in one weekend? Exactly. That'd be fucking lit. Yeah, like, what if everybody did a show? Like, what if we all worked together? You know what I'm saying? And then after that, it happened. And yeah, man. It happened fucking quick. Yeah. It happened really quick. But that just goes to show you where the scene was at already. Like we were yeah. already like like let's let's start uniting. It was already a buzz of like like art of comedy. Like that's what art of comedy was based off of. It was yeah. like let's 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 get together. Like 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 the lineup, let's totally mix it up. It shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like of course we're all friends and some of us excuse me, are closer friends than others, but yeah. If we want a good show, Want to bring it together, man. That's all. Let's, let's keep get it together, fresh. Man. Yeah. So yeah, a few years from now, man, I can't wait until it's just like, man, guys are just pump. And and like, I love it when guys are like leveraging the festival. Like, hey, I have a friend I want to submit to the festival. Da 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 da. Check out their tape. Da da da. And the submission board. Thank thank you to all the comedians, all the promoters, all the producers, all the club bookers that helped out with the submission board and looking at all the videos and rating them on the criteria and helping go through them. So you know, man, it was totally fair. Everything was fun, man. It was done righteously. Dude, yeah. I'm just stoked that you think that way. Like, I'm just like, it's just that's so what it's about. That's so what it's about from everything I've gathered. And it's just dope that someone's fucking doing it. That's all. That's really all it takes, kind of. It just takes someone to just do it. Yeah. and then, People like, just don't do shit. If, like, yeah, like, if you're going into something with good intentions, then other people will see that and they have good intentions. And they'll be like, oh, let me just help out. Like, I see you're mm-hmm. doing something cool. I kind of want to do something cool, too. Let me help out. Man, and it's like... Psh- and I feel like I feel like it's happening the way that it's supposed to. Like people don't, it's not, it's it's ours. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody has an opportunity within the festival to do something and it's theirs. You know, like like yeah. my show. Like, and I love when people are like, yo, I want my show to be the best show. I want that. And it's like, yeah. man, that's what I want your show to that's be the best competition. show. That's healthy competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know. You know, so everybody's rooting each other on, everybody's motivated by one another. Everybody's excited, man. It's like the energy on the scene right now is so vibrant right now. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Live from the studio. That's a, yeah, that's a step from the crabs yeah. in the bucket shit, dude. At, uh, at Ivan. Well, you're not really on Twitter. You're on Instagram. I'm on now. Instagram. I'm on Facebook. At Ivan. This I'm sorry. At Comedian Ivan. Don't worry. Don't worry. What did you say, big bro? This isn't going to be in the... Re- this That buzz isn't going to be in the recording, so don't worry. He's not his headphone on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you don't fucking know. We're <laughs> fucking imploding. Uh, oh, you don't have your headphones either. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I, heard it, <laughs> I heard it from your headphones. <laughs> I guess you could chop it later or whatever. But yeah, at, um, at uh, com. No, you know what, Jimmy? Fuck that. Take at that out. Take that. Take that out. It's at, what comedian, at Comedian Ivan Martin on Facebook and Instagram. I've been working on the festival so much. I'm like, this whole month, I've been just like, no bookings, just all just making sure the venues are right, you know, getting everything in order, you know. Yeah, man. You know, man. It's been good, though, man. It's been good. Dude, that like, the like day after all of it's over, you're going to be sleeping good. (laughs) Oh, man. The day after all of it, it was September 5th. I'm going to be like, very like, 
then I'll be Very able to appreciate over. it. <laughs> <laughs> September 5th, I'll be able to appreciate it, man. Like, I'll be able to be like, yeah, we did it, we did it. But for right now, I'm just like, let's do it, let's do it, let's you do know? It. Yeah. Like, let's do it, let's do it. So it's like every time somebody's like, yeah, 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 I'm like, ah, September 5th, just <laughs> see me on September 5th, I'm going to be like, yeah, no. But yeah. <laughs> until then, I'm just like, man, I just want to continue to make sure everything else is going good, man. It's It's... I can't even say oh, it, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. This is about to be something so big for the city, man. And I'm just, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. Like, I'm happy to, I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm, I just want, I want, nothing makes me more, it's just funny. The same thing makes me happy. It's like, nothing makes me more happy than seeing one of my friends kill. And nothing makes me laugh more than seeing one of my friends bomb. <laughs> BaltimoreComedyFest.com uh, Better not bomb, bitch Laughable Check those boys out uh, The fucking app is dope Find us on there uh, It's like a big podcast indexing thing So you can go to a podcast See if one of your favorite guests Is on other podcasts And look yeah. through their catalog like that it's pretty dope. Um, Should be out on out iOS Ned. or Android. It's on it. It's on Apple right now. It, I think it's on Android now. Is it too? Okay. Don't take my word for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, fucking know. Hit up Ned <laughs> personally. <laughs> uh, his phone number is in our description on iTunes. Uh, at Eric Glazer, uh, you know, Baltimore Comedy Festival. Baltimore Comedy Festival. Baltimore hey. Comedy Festival. <laughs> Baltimore Comedy Festival. <laughs> Guys, at Jimmy Seleski on Twitter. You can catch me at. The Jetty tomorrow. They love me there. They love me at the Jetty. Celeski spell exactly how it sounds. (laughs) Exactly how it sounds. (laughs) Don't get fancy with the I and shit. Throw the Y like you know you want to. That's right. Sound it out. Spell that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. LFTS podcast on everything Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, everything. Like I said. Till next week. Peace. Doses. I bring your house, ain't nothing There's a way to find it